The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. And earlier on on the station on Lunchtime Live, Andrea heard from uh, Linda. And Linda was talking about the impact that hyperemesis had on her during pregnancy. I had hyperemesis twice um, on my first pregnancy. It started at six weeks. And my second pregnancy, it started at five weeks. Um, initially, when I first vomited, I thought like, oh my God, it's like in the movies, you know, you're getting sick because you're pregnant. Yeah. And it just never stopped. For most of the pregnancy? Yeah. So my first pregnancy was worse than my second. Um, so my first pregnancy, I was in about every month um, getting fluids in the rotunda. Um, and it wasn't until kind of later on in the pregnancy that they were kind of like, okay, this is quite bad hyperemesis that they admitted me to the day ward for fluids if I needed it. Up until that point, I'd gone mm. to A&E. So you'd basically sit on a wooden chair getting fluids and each bag of fluids takes about two hours. So you'd end up fairly kind of numb yeah. after nearly five hours in A&E. Now, a drug called Carabin is available to treat the condition, but concerns were raised today about patients being able to get the drug and about how the drug cost was covered. And there was a special briefing held uh, this morning by Social Democrats TD uh, Jennifer Whitmore in uh, relation to the availability and the reimbursement of that drug. And we're joined by uh, Jennifer Whitmore, uh, Social Democrats TD for Wicklow. Now, Jennifer, the, the drug is available, but there are certain hoops that must be jumped through. Yeah, thanks Thanks for having me on, Anton. Yeah, so as you say, uh, Caravan is actually the first-line medication uh, for uh, hyperemesis. And you can actually get it through the GP. And previously, that was the case, that when women needed this drug, that their GP gave it to them. Now, Hyperemesis Ireland uh, had a campaign that ran over a number of years to get the government to actually cover this drug under the drug payment scheme because the drug itself, carbon is really expensive. It can be like €3,000 for a pregnancy, which is out of the reach for many, many uh, women and families. So, you know, it was really welcome news in the budget last year when uh, the Minister for Health announced that, that he would now make this drug available under the drug payment scheme. And I think at that point, everyone thought, look, this is great. The campaign has worked. And now women... Uh, are going to be able to get this medication. Unfortunately, the system that the HSC has put in place in order to access Caravan is just so difficult and convoluted and impractical that the majority of women cannot access it. What makes it so convoluted? well, previously you would just go to your GP uh, when you were sick and, and they would uh, they would prescribe it. But now you have to go and get a consultant to prescribe it. And the majority of women won't get to see their consultant in pregnancy until maybe 14 or 15 weeks in. And actually hyperemesis begins at week three or four. Um, and the earlier you treat it, the, the better it is. You know, it, it's a lot more manageable if you get it early. And so what I'm hearing from women now is that that they just can't get to their consultant. So they're trying to, to get that prescribed by going in, sitting in an A&E for six, seven hours, still not actually getting to their consultant. Um, you know, the, it's, just, it's just completely out of reach for them. So they're still continuing either to have to pay for it themselves or in some instances, 
not being able to afford to get it um, and not being able to get to their consultant, which means that they are just incredibly ill. And that in itself is very, very dangerous, not just for them, but also for their baby. Now, obviously, I'm, I'm no doctor, but my understanding is that there is a, a relatively complex differential diagnosis on the way to diagnosing uh, hyperemesis. That combined with the fact that there is significant cost in prescribing uh, Caravan, does that not argue for the necessity of a consultant to be involved? So, so that, that's why I wanted to have the briefing today because it was it was really useful exercise. So we had uh, Keelan Appleby from Hyperemesis Ireland in, um, and she has had had uh, hyperemesis herself. But we also had Dr. Naomi Smith. She is also in Hyperemesis Ireland, has suffered from hyperemesis herself, and she's a GP. And we also had Professor Mary Higgins, who's a consultant obstetrician at the National uh, Maternity Hospital, and they were all in. And it was clear from the discussions today that there is no rationale whatsoever for needing a consultant to prescribe this drug. There's no medical rationale um, and in actual fact the all it is doing is making it much more difficult not just for the woman but also for the consultant because consultants are incredibly busy. Uh, they are not generally prescribers of medication. That job is usually w- with the GP and that's where it should be. Um, and that you know uh, Professor Higgins was saying that, that actually this just it just doesn't make any sense because this would be the only drug really that she would be prescribing. Um, and she recognises that A, her time is more valuable spent with, uh, with women who, who were in really serious need. Um, and she recognises that actually the GPs or, you know, should, should be the f- first point of call when it comes to women getting And Jennifer, no concerns that, you know, the way with antibiotics, there is that pressure that GPs find themselves coming under where somebody who has a viral infection just wants the antibiotic. I, I don't mean this in any pejorative sense, but is there any risk that you get a situation where GPs are under pressure, where somebody who has morning sickness decides that they need this? No. So, I mean, like I said, the thing to remember is GPs, GPs have traditionally always prescribed this, right? So they are very used to doing it. Uh, when someone gets pregnant, the first person they'll see is their GP. Um, so this is sort of normal part of, of, of it for GPs. Um, and it's only if you want to get the drug uh, free on, you know, or under the drug payment scheme that actually that you need the consultant. If you're going privately, you just go to your GP or you can, you know, so. Um, I assume that's so a tiny cohort any, though, if it's three grand for a full course through your pregnancy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, and that's the difficulty is that like well, I'm talking to, to women who are actually only taking maybe half their medication because that's all, all they can afford. And, and it's just dangerous. And, and like I think what was really stark today was hearing the full remit of what happens when you have this condition. I, I know, we, you know, Linda did a great job of explaining it earlier on um, on News Talk. But, you know, like, you know, uh, today we heard about you can get sick up to 100 times or more a day. Oh, um, it's bleak you, and you crippling can, and weight loss. Oh, and at, at the sure, time when you're already really vulnerable is, by virtue yeah. of pregnancy. Horrendous experience. Absolutely. It is absolutely horrendous. Um, and essentially, you know, women cannot do anything else. So they can't work, can't look after their own children, you know, their other children. Uh, they're, they're, it impacts their mental health greatly. So there's all these things that happen. And, and, you know, really, GPs are the ones that should be prescribing it. And, you know, the fact that we had a GP and a consultant in today saying that, look, that's the way it should be, um, that that was really important to hear. Well, what are the chances, Jennifer, do you think, if, if you are pushing on what would appear to be a fairly open door from both the people who have this condition and the medics who serve them, what are the chances of actual change? I am hoping that we will see change. We had quite a few TDs and senators from across the political spectrum at the uh, briefing today and, you know, they were all in agreement that this just doesn't make any sense and it does need to be changed. Um, I know Minister Donnelly has said that he's 
conducting a review of it. Um, it would be we, we haven't had any update as to when that review will happen. Um, you know what the process is, and you know I think what we need is is to see the 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 minister and the government moving quickly on this because you know every day that passes is another woman who who's suffering unnecessarily um and it's really important that you know obviously as i said it was very welcome that the uh the decision was made to for the government to cover the cost of this the the policy and the mechanism they brought in place isn't working and what we need now to see is the government review that really quickly and put in something that does work for women because you know otherwise it, it's an academic exercise it, it's pointless um, and you know we, we need we need okay. these women to actually get the medication they need Jennifer thank you very much that's Jennifer Whitmore Social Democrats TD for Wicklow The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk.